Coming up on 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. Let's say things go south. You've got to, you know, you and Mars had a good run, but it's time for her to go. Sure. Yeah. Uh, at what price would you not be suspicious of this hitman's services? A <sighs> hundred grand is how we got to pay to. For Mars, probably. Yeah, probably. She still wants to look good after she's gone. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you obviously still care for her. You want it to be. Right? Yeah, yeah. I want it tasteful. <laughs> a gentleman's girl. Yeah, yeah. 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. We'll continue. This is 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. Now. A recent survey of 2,000 North Americans found that 15% of people have started writing a novel about themselves. Oh, 15%? That's yeah, I thought really that to high. be very high. Very high. 6% of people say that they've gotten halfway through writing a novel. Is it, would that be considered like a memoir? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm guessing. Right? Yeah, it'd be a not memoir. A yeah. Or are you writing like a fictional novel about well, yourself? They looked at whether or not like you're a fictional storyteller or if you were writing a memoir. Uh, 24% of the 15% of people say that they have successfully completed a poem. Mm. So that you, they, a lot of people have written poetry. You were big into haikus. Yeah, I'm a decent haiku writer. Oh, but then you just you just stopped. Yeah. I used to get one for my birthday every year. Yeah, you stopped. did. I used to write you a haiku every year for your birthday. Yeah, and, I'm, yeah. and then all of a sudden she just stopped. And I'm like, oh, maybe she just had an off year. And then the next year, nothing. No. The following year, nothing. I haven't felt inspired. You just ran out of haikus? Yeah, I ran out of haiku. Well, it's the easiest poem there is. She stopped? No. What does that mean? It's well, not. Happy birthday, Crash. There's your first line. There's five syllables. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a good day. No, but that's not poetic. Happy birthday. You got to make it more poetic. Yeah. I demanded like it's got to be poetic. Quality. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it does indeed. I'm just a slave to the syllables. I know. Eight <laughs> percent of people say that they've completed a fictional novel. Eight percent of people. Now, writer's block also seems to be the biggest barrier. Thirty three percent of people say they face difficulty getting inspired and coming up with ideas. Twenty six percent of people say their free time is starting to leave them now that the uh, you know things are changing with the pandemic. Mm. And 16 percent of people said that they're a perfectionist and they don't like what they're writing. Is it easy to publish a book nowadays? Like because the majority of it's going to be online, right? Uh, An yeah, online download? I, I would think so. Yeah, you can self-publish. Yeah. Three in five people, or 60%, said that it's easier to write for kids or YA, young adult, than any other genre. Well, oh, probably, yeah. yeah. 62% believe that these books are easier to write because they're shorter and that children are an easier audience to write for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're less critical. Yeah. Yeah, you can oh, just put, I see what you're put a bunch of crap on paper, someone will buy it. Yes. A bunch of photos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the majority of people say that the writers that inspire them to write their own fictional or, I guess it'd be biographical novels, are J.K. Rowling and Stephen King. Mm. When asked who they'd cast themselves in the movie adaptation of your personal book, whether it's fiction or not, ranged from Jennifer Lopez, oh. mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, Oh, I'd I'd read that. Melissa McCarthy, mm. and then Al Pacino, Denzel Washington, and the late Chadwick Boseman. Hmm. I I can understand. I couldn't do it, but writing your uh, autobiography, yeah, because it's it's stuff that happened. Yeah, yeah. Like you're just you got to it, it and writing it down. Yeah. But like the works of fiction, like making up a whole other world. Yeah. With uh, fake people and their fake backstories. People say they're doing oh, it. Oh, that's way. That's a me. lot of work. Yes. But I bet you it's very therapeutic for some. That's probably why they do it, right? Do you think you could write a fictional novel? 
I, I think so. If I actually hunker uh, down. Of course you do. If you hunk, hunker I down. Hunker down. <laughs> I can hunker that's, down and write a bestseller. <laughs> that's my. Uh, that's the biggest thing holding me back. No, I don't writing think so. a bestseller. Is your hunkering time? <laughs> yeah. Hunkering time. time to hunker Mars. <laughs> right. Do you have like a story in mind that would be like interesting and full of twists and turns? Or... Oh, I got lots of stories. Oh, do you? Yeah. Not not autobiography. Not autobiography. No, yeah. no, no, no. Not I got backwards that. Manitoba. Yeah, no, but that can uh, little fragments of that well, can inspire yeah. a crazy story. But what's it inspiring? Uh, like, well, who's your protagonist? Where does he live? Uh, or she? Or they? The, the backwoods of Manitoba. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. So it's just your your radio tales put to pen and paper. Why not? But not, then a, that's, not everyone's heard them. I guess that's still a work of fiction. But mm-hmm. I'm talking like that whole like you know. Your your Rowlings, your your Tolstians, your your you're writing uh, like a whole, a whole different different world. new world. Yeah, yeah. Once again, if I hunker down, I think I can, no, I, I can bang something together. I don't know. You do you think you, who, who is it? Michael Crichton is that who you like oh, to read? Oh, I love it. Dean Koontz. Dean Koontz. You are not a Dean Koontz. I think I am. There's I th- no way. I, I just go to the thrift shop and get a typewriter, get an old timey desk, put it in front of a window, and just uh, hammer out a book. Did you read? <laughs> did you read Gone Girl? Did you read the book? Uh, yes. Could you write like Gillian Flynn? Yeah. No, you could not. There's people, no way. I've heard about it. People actually said I'm like a modern day Gillian no Flynn. No one has ever said you. <laughs> and is, Gillian Flynn is modern day. That would be my blurb on his book. <laughs> what is, what is, Thanks, Jim. What is Coots right? What's his uh, thriller? He does thrillers. Yeah. yeah. I love Dean Coons. That's a good vacation read. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the beach. I just, I'll bang through a bunch of Coons. Dean Koontz. Is it a rare, because it seems to be some authors, your Koontz's, your yeah. Patterson's. Yeah. Oh, Patterson's, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your Kings, obviously, are just incredibly prolific. Yeah. Do they have, like, is there, like, a team? Do they have, like, buddy help? Like, oh, like are, a, are they writing alone? Team? Oh, yeah. I think they write alone. Like, like that much work? Yeah, because, like, how many books does Dean Koontz have? Oh, a thousand? Yeah, there's well over 50. By the way, now family, huge fan of Dean Koontz. I Lots know, of love from coming yeah, in. Yeah, I love Dean Koontz. Yeah. Koontz heads. I don't think you could ever write like Dean Koontz, though. Sorry, buddy. I think so. No, I, I really don't. I, I think I could. You think you could come up with a fake world, fake problems? Yeah. What would your your main character... What there would, might be a few typos, but... What would they do for a living? What would be their job? Well, I, I'm not giving that uh, juicy stuff immediately. Okay. All right. You got to wait for uh, wait for my uh, book to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Before I give you any details. The book to come out, that's never coming oh, out. You, oh, mark my words. Okay. I will put a I'll book out. I'll mark your words. Oh, Koontz looks like an author. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So does Patterson. They all have a look. And yeah, I think do. I'm going, I'm headed that way with this hair. <laughs> that, the, that hair, or this hair, and uh, get some uh, bigger glasses. That I would think. look good on the back of a paperback. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. this, I'll be like this. Yeah. Yeah, actually, if you took my flat iron to your hair right now, you're Dean Koontz. <laughs> have a look at that photo. Oh, and I just need a dog as a yeah. fill in there. Yeah. Look at his chair. Like, he's got to have money. Yeah, why is he in like a... That's oh, a big chair. He must a nice be a chair. little little person. No, I think he's a large man in a large chair. No, but he looks very small in that chair. But did yeah. they bring, He has a very small frame. Did they bring the chair in for the photo? Like, look, it's right... It's backing onto a couch yeah. facing a dog? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how he, he thinks about his next book. Who knows what is beyond that glass? Oh, that's where he gets his inspiration That's where from. he gets his inspiration. Yeah. Maybe there's like torture chambers out in the yard. He's got people locked up. Well, Koontz isn't really a horror film writer. Koontz go dark? He can go dark. He can go dark. Oh, I guess he can. I don't know. 
He's not like Stephen King dark, though. Oh, here are some people are giving me ideas. Crash's main character is a radio host by day, superhero by night. No, don't. He already thinks that. Don't. don't do that. <laughs> All I need. This hasn't been done before. Hear me out, guys. Mm-hmm. I need a light that'll project a symbol in the sky. No, we're not doing that. Is someone calling you? Or is it my publisher? No, I, I don't know who this is. <laughs> my publisher. <laughs> if someone gets a book published, do you tell everyone about it? Oh, to be yeah. like, oh, I'm a published author. Because mm-hmm. that's big, right? <laughs> I would sign all of my work emails, Haley, published author. <laughs> yeah. Of Get on the, what's our version of the New York Times bestseller? Like the Toronto Star bestseller, the Globe and Mail bestseller? Uh, or do we just count on the New York Times the, as well? The Journal's top five? <laughs> Could be Journal's top five. Mm-hmm. The Edmonton Sun, mm-hmm. number one book of the week. Well, if it's a sun, I'd have to make it racy. Yeah. Oh, it would be racy. <laughs> I, I feel like your book would be very... That would be fun to have, like, if you had, like, an acquaintance, a friend, write a book, and there was, like, they're writing, like, because sometimes there's a sex scene. In a oh, novel. yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be great to hear what they find or what they describe? Oh, like how they, their, their perception of hot and steamy. Yes. As yeah, love. Yeah. yeah. Well, I could just send you an email on my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send it through the work. You can let me know. <laughs> you, you Gmail that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't send that through work. 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. This woman over in Michigan is in a lot of trouble. She was in court uh, just on Friday and pleaded guilty after trying to have her ex-husband killed through a fake comedy website called rentahitman.com. Oh, jeez. Yeah, this is not good. <laughs> Nine years in prison now she's looking at for trying to get her ex-husband killed. Her name is Wendy Wine. She's 52 years old. She used a fake website called Rent a Hitman to try to solicit the murder of her former husband. She used a pseudonym but entered her real information at the end of her service request. Now, this is what's interesting about this website is the Rent-A-Hitman domain was created as a cybersecurity test site. That's why it was originally created. Mm -hmm. The website's owner, though started to realize it was getting a lot of submissions for Hitman. (laughs) So he contacted Michigan State Police and said, hey, do you guys want to, like, control this and see who Mm -hmm. is requesting Hitman? To which they said, sure. And that, of course, is when they have found people are going to rentahitman.com and trying to rent Hitman. I think uh, we talked about this a couple of years ago, too. Yeah, we did. Wasn't there a uh, police agency that just set up a website that was literally like hireahitman.com? Yeah, I think there were. Yeah. And it was it was surprisingly getting a shocking amount of submissions. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not good. It's, and then they go check and then they arrest you. Yeah. It's always the police. Yeah. Anytime someone's advertising hitman services, it's, it's the police. It's the police. Yeah, and this, by the way, like this isn't like dark web stuff or, you know, some... Yeah, it's a dot com. Six-chan stuff. This is a dot com. <laughs> yeah. An undercover detective then met with Wendy at a cafe where she said, yeah, that was me and I want to have my ex murdered. She gave the detective his home address, his work address, and his work schedule. She also said that she would pay the detective $5,000 for the hit. At a second meeting that day, she gave the detective $200 to secure the hit. Oh, well, yeah. That's a, a red trustworthy $200. Well, after she copped off the $200, guess what happened? Mm-hmm. Cuffs went on. She was arrested. You're not getting anyone killed for 200 down. No. That no. should have been a big red flag for her. Yeah, they need at least like 15 Yeah, so Wendy is going to spend nine years now. If you're looking to hire him, man, it's, it's probably word of mouth, and it's someone that knows someone that knows someone that knows someone else. Yeah. Right? You got to have a guy. Yeah. 
You gotta have a guy. Yeah, your guy knows a guy that knows a guy that knows two other guys. Also, I don't think you're getting anyone, uh, you know, taken off Earth for under like ten grand. I would have no oh, idea. I, I thought it would have been like fifty. I, I thought it's it five figures easy though. Ten would be a messy one. Yeah, I, I thought it'd be like fifty to a hundred. Like ten, there's no. It's not an open casket. Yeah, I don't no. think so. <laughs> like even a million, no. Oh, you're no, no one's a million dollars. Oh, maybe you're taking a life. Yeah, I might be a contract and you're hoping that you dollars. never get busted. Because I wouldn't do it for ten grand. Ten, yeah, like you said, that's not open casket. It's like fifty grand. Uh, oh, like, I think yeah. it's. Like, I think I would imagine you start at fifty. Let's say things go south. You've got to, you know, you and Mars had a good run, but it's time for her to go. Sure, yeah. Uh, at what price would you not be suspicious of this hitman's services? A <sighs> hundred grand is how we got to pay to for Mars, probably. Yeah, probably. She still wants to look good after she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you yeah. obviously still care for her. You want it to be right. Yeah, yeah. I want a tasteful, <laughs> a gentleman's kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a tasteful end. Oh come on! I can't read this article. Why? Are you heading to the dark no, web? No, it wants me to pay for a newspaper subscription. Just give. Just use use the work account. The New York <laughs> Times did a study. Yeah. On how much it costs? Yeah. On what hitmans were on the dark web. Mm. How much? Yeah, I, I think, I, Crash, you and I are I way out, of, out to lunch. I think Ginge is closer. You think it's a lot cheaper? Says it's $11,000 in Australia. Wow. And that's not Canadian dollars. That's. Yeah. And $18,000, 18,000 pounds in England. Huh. Wow, yeah. I, I wouldn't even consider pounds it. Pounds or 50. euros? <laughs> are they, they're not saying there. I guess huh. you pay for what you get, though, right? Like you said. Yeah. Because you, you're, you're counting on the, the killer also being very inconspicuous, because otherwise they can come back to you, yeah. the person who hired the killer. And I feel like the more you pay, the less of a chance, it's probably dumb thinking, but the less of a chance it'll come back on you, right? Yeah, I'd assume they're better at their job. Yeah. Leave less of a trace. Because I would actually have to double down on my uh, my hitman. I would hire a hitman to do the the deed, Yeah, and then I would hire another one to take out that current Smart. hitman. Smart. Because I don't need him talking. Damn right. I wonder if hitmen are always worried about that. Someone said it depends on the target, but that there is no John Wick type of like high-level assassin organization. Oh, really? Oh, that's disappointing. That's Hollywood only. So like someone will just show up in like a a sweatsuit? I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah, and then boom. I want want a tailored fitting suit. (laughs) Yeah, damn right. (laughs) I'd be like, all right, it's happening. Oh, he's good. (laughs) Say that, that a successful hit is not cheap. And it depends on the importance of the target. Mm-hmm. And I bet you you pay how it's done, whether it's just using your vehicle right. or weapons. Huh. Yeah, if I'm just going to run someone over an alley, I'm not charging the same price as I would <laughs> for like to discreetly poison their drink. Exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Someone said there's a pretty good hitman documentary on uh, Vice Vice's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll look it up. Because you can also become friends with someone too, what right? And that's how you take them out. Oh, oh, like like poisoning. Like, oh, you play the long game. You mm-hmm. play the long game, so you got to pay for that. Keep your enemies close. Yeah, yeah. Then they get you in the back. Thirty-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. We'll continue. This is thirty-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. Mars. If you've said any of these things, then apparently you guys are officially old. There was a big discussion online about the things that you say that means you're old now, and uh, I guess I'm old because uh, referring to some adults as kids makes the list. 
Oh yeah, God, yeah. I do you that kids. Too. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm never gonna say that. Meanwhile, they're flat out adults. I'm never gonna say it again either. Yeah. I caught myself saying it once, and I'll who, never again. Who do you uh, say it to? Do you even say it to Haley? Did you? No, I said Haley's it a, getting up there in age. I said it about Haley. <laughs> yeah, it can't be Haley. <laughs> yeah, you can't call me kid anymore. You gotta call me ma'am. Ma'am, yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> you're right. The ma'am in the booth. Well, if you've said any of these, then you are officially old. Number one, it's eight thirty at night. It's too late to start a movie. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I can see where this list is going. Oh, I am yeah. old. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We've said that yep. numerous times. Yeah. Uh, number two, I can't go out for dinner because I have chicken in the fridge that I need to cook before it goes bad. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Been there. Done that. There's number three, referring to people in their early 20s as kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Ginger's favorite. Why is the music so loud in here? <laughs> it's just so obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> Remember our dinner? It's beyond atmosphere at this point. Uh, yeah. Our dinner a couple weeks ago, yeah, we're like, it's so loud in here. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, number five, alcohol makes me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I can't have a beer in the afternoon because then I'm hooped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I can't have an afternoon drink. Day yeah. is ruined. My oh, day yeah. is ruined. And if I do, yeah. then I better have a beer around one. I agree. And I need a window of time to lay on the couch between like three and four to grab a quick snooze. Yeah. Even then when I wake up, I feel like garbage. And then I don't feel like partying. Uh, no, <laughs> that's right. Uh, number six, you're at Home Depot or Lowe's and you say something like, oh yeah, that's quality lumber. Yeah. Yeah, you're old. I've even touched it. I'm like, oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. Nice like, cut. Deep like. Love it. <gasps> yeah. Best smell ever. Mm. Yeah. Uh, number seven, if you strap something to your car and then you say out loud, quote, yep, that's not going anywhere. Damn right. Give it a couple pats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you're officially old. I got a bunch of uh, uh, straps and the stuff in my. Straps. Yeah, the ratchet mm-hmm. straps. I got a bunch of those in my truck ready to go, ready mm-hmm. to tie everything down. That's right. Uh, number eight, if you say, quote, oh, babe, check out these new balances. <laughs> <laughs> it's a comfy shoe. It's a good shoe. Uh, number nine, my personal favorite, yeah. if you say, quote, that's a nice box. Let's keep it. That <laughs> <laughs> Mars hoards boxes. Like so boxes. many boxes. Yeah. And now she's hoarding Amazon boxes because she's like, tis the season. You never yeah. know when you need a box. You never know. So I have a pile of boxes. Yeah, that's true. And they're not broken down. They're just a pile yeah. of boxes in the closet. I'm coming to you guys when I get a rat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do it. And number 10, things that you say that instantly make you old. No, thank you. I can't have caffeine late in the day. I'll never go to sleep on time. Well, sometimes at a restaurant, like the dessert coffee. Yeah. Like you don't want to dabble in that on a work night. But an after dinner coffee is also somehow the oldest thing you can do. I never did that as a kid. No. But now I love it as an adult. Because as a kid, you're not paying 18 bucks for a a dessert coffee. (laughs) This text here says, I feel personally attacked by your list and I'm 23 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm checking way too many boxes here. Yeah, I know. All right. So are you saying any of these things? Give us a shout. 780-489-4669. Is there one that is your favorite? Um, and are any of them like just super true for you? Like you don't throw away boxes. You keep the ones that are nice. Do you live by the law at 28 years old to not have a cup of coffee after 2 p.m. Because you won't go to bed. I know the other day I had coffee at three. I'm like, you did. You did get upset about it because I got that new cure. I had yeah. to try it. But you're running the numbers like it was daylight savings last week. So my yeah. body thinks it's two. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, my body's not fully used yeah. to it yet. So, <laughs> so we're good. I think we're uh, good. This text here says ten for ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It happens. All right. If you've said any of these things, give us a shout. Thirty-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. We'll continue. 
This is 30-ish minutes of Crash and Mars. Mars. There was a big discussion online about the things that you say that officially mean that you're old. Like, for example, if you've ever said, I can't have caffeine this late in the day, you're officially old now. And some of my other favorites... um, why is the music so loud in here? Mm. Yeah. Referring to people in their early 20s as kids. Mm-hmm. It's 8.30 at night. It's too late to start a movie. Mm-hmm. Which oh, I get. Sometimes we'll uh, turn up the music in here. Uh, hot jams rolling out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mars will be like, oh, just tone it down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> take a like, this is a radio it. station. Yeah. We play the hottest hits in town, Mars. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you ever uh, walk past someone's, Rachel and I'll do this, like if you're on like, a walk and you walk past someone's house and you'll notice like their lawn furniture decor and be like... They got that at Home Depot. Like you'll know where yeah, people you know, buy yeah, you know where they bought it. Oh, yes. that's what you spend your time doing is going yeah. to big box stores yeah. and looking at the outside furniture. So you'll be yeah. like, oh, that's a Jisk set. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It happens. Yeah. Uh, we're all guilty of it. Let's do um here, staying anonymous. Hello. Hi guys. Hey. Hi. Um, you're calling out your husband for uh, doing some old person things, right? Oh my god. <laughs> We're like newly, like I just turned 30 this year. He just turned 30 a couple years ago. Like, yeah. I don't think we're that old. Yeah. But existingly, every time he needs to tell somebody that it is not going anywhere. Whether oh, like when, when he straps something down? <laughs> a dirt bike, anything. And if somebody is not within earshot, he will move to make sure that somebody has heard him say this he, is not going he anywhere needs someone to verify yeah. that it was a good tie down job yep yep that's not going anywhere yep. yeah Does he, if he let's say throws a dirt bike in the back of the truck uses all the tie straps will he give it like a hearty shake too to show that it's not going anywhere Oh God! On every strap. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's not going anywhere. And he like pulls on it. And I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. I get it. And if it goes somewhere, I don't care. Yeah. We we recently um, we recently bought a Thule and the bars to go on my car to to take the Thule. The Thule is not on the car. Yes. But Crash put the bars out. That he took them out of the box, looked at them, looked at me, and he said, "Yeah, when I get this hooked up, it's not going anywhere." Damn right. And I was like, "Okay." Oh yeah. <laughs> We're not even hooked up. Yet. <laughs> it's not even on the roof yet. <laughs> but it's not going anywhere. Nope. I can yeah. tell that it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> I can. Yeah. That sounds about right. Oh, that's great. Okay, thanks, Anonymous. Thanks, Anonymous. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. It's on my list. You strap something to your car and then you say, yep, that's not going anywhere. Oh, uh, you got to. If you're solo tying things down, do we still say the magic phrase? I think I still, I'm just trying to I uh, think when I I've been hauling stuff in my truck for last couple weeks, yeah, mm-hmm. solo. I think I say kind of under my breath, I'm that's like that's good, like that's tight. Yeah. Well, anonymous said her boyfriend will like look for someone because mm-hmm. that's what I mean. I wonder yeah. if like, it, it, does, it does have the same power for by herself. Yeah. I'm not looking for anyone in the Home Depot parking lot to be like, hey, <laughs> yeah. this is nice and tight, right? Just so you know, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> uh, Lori, hello. Oh, you? Doing pretty good. Um, after Mars rolled out this wonderful list, yeah. you realize that you're doing some stuff that old people do. Oh, God, I do everything old people do, I swear. Oh. Um, I raid. I play World of Warcraft and I raid all the time. And my guildies are like in their 20s and 30s. And some of us are older. And I call them kids all the time. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. You kids know what you're doing. You know? <laughs> are you saying that to them in the game or are you just saying it out loud? Oh, yeah. They're my kids. I call them my kids all the time. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know half yeah. the stuff that you said. What's a gilby? 
a guildie, like you join a guild. Um, it's like a group of people. And so you can play the game together because there's a lot of like raiding and gotcha. fighting, joining groups and stuff okay, like that. Okay, so it's yeah. called gilding. Yeah. Gilding, yeah. Gilding, and yeah. How much older are you? Like, are you in your 40s, 50s, 30s? I'm in my 50s. And I've been yeah. playing the game for like 20 years. And if they're not basement dwellers, which are like the young ones that are like in the game. We call them basement dwellers because they live in their mom's basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I just I picture it. you like just beaking yeah, these kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're my kids and I love them because they're, you know, they're just awesome guys. But yeah, it's so funny. And they, they don't care if I call them kids. They like it. So. Oh, exactly. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That is sweet. That's okay. awesome. Thanks, Lori. <laughs> yeah, take care, guys. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Wow. I have no idea about that game. Samesies, as she was describing it, I didn't know if I was too old to understand or too young to get Well, that's why I'm like, what's a, what's a Gilby? <laughs> what, is, what are we talking here? Can I say that on the radio? <laughs> You're all good. All right. That's, oh, that's funny. That's great news. Um, Trish, how are you doing? I'm okay. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, you doing I'm all doing right. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, do you find that you're, uh, you're all of a sudden dabbling in like old person things? Oh, my goodness, yes. What's a happening? A lot of what was on that list, but uh, twist on the no coffee after two, as soon as it starts getting dark early, I must be like a toddler. I'm tired, and I'm having a coffee at 5 o'clock now, hoping I can stay up till 8.30. Oh. <laughs> You're going the other way, yeah. Because you just get, like, you just immediately go down. You're yeah. like, nap time. Oh, yeah. My husband's cheering me on if I make it to 9 o'clock. Wow. So in the dead of summer, when it's a lot brighter later, then okay. you're fine up until the sun starts going down. Oh, absolutely. In the summertime, I feel like, I don't know, like a superhero. I never get tired. I feel like I'm never going to grow old. I go forever. But Yeah. And now winter's I, coming and it's darker and you're going into like hibernation, hibernation. mode. For sure. I don't think I can take any more vitamin D than I already am. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay, thanks, Trish. Thanks, Trish. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Oh. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people operate yeah. um, based on the sun, right? I agree. I think so. Yeah, she just gets tired. Brian on the south side says, hey, guys, jumping back a bit. Yeah. If you don't say out loud, that's not going anywhere when strapping something down. It's going somewhere. You didn't do the job right. Yeah, I think so that's... you do have to say it. It's you gotta, you, you got to tell yourself that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how about this one? If you're saying, let's have a gander when someone wants to show you something, you're probably old. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. have a gander. I think I've that. said that. Not a lot of 18-year-olds gandering. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I've shown something on a computer. I'm like, oh, let me have a gander at that. It's yeah, true. <laughs> I you, did not know what they were talking s- about. You do say, let me have a gander. Oh, I say at gander. That. Yeah. yeah. I think gander is great. Yeah. I think it's a very youthful word, actually. I think it's making a, a full circle. It's around. Yeah. 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 I've heard teens talking about gander. Nope. This text here says, guys, I get really excited about new kitchen tea towels. Mm. I'm 32. We recently got new uh, uh, paper towels, like the oh. cloths in the men's bathroom. Like oh here, hand. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a thicker towel. Yeah, Ooh. it's the white one, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't oh. know where we got them, but man, they're they're great. I'm guessing there's some sort of mistake because we used to have yeah. just the thinnest of paper towels. We have the thinnest of paper towels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're great. I don't they're know good? where we got those, but they're fantastic. We just yeah. got to work on the ass wipers next time. <laughs> well, I'm bringing it in. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you I'm you using your own toilet yeah. paper because that is your fingers go right through. <laughs> And then now we got the nice paper towel. That's to really, nice. That's what I'm saying. I just take that paper towel right to the stove. 
<laughs> Jasmine says, hey guys, when someone says, let's rock and roll when leaving mm. a group or the house. Yeah. yeah. You see that? Oh, do you? Oh, it's yeah. rock and roll guacamole. Yeah. Rock and roll that's, guacamole. That's what I say. I'm yeah. to an old person. Yeah. Wow. Do you have kids you don't know about Haley? Because <laughs> that dog. is heavy mom stuff. <laughs> let's rock and roll. Guacamole. Oh, no. Jesse says, how about a good old whoopsie daisy when you do something wrong. Oh, yeah. Whoopsie. 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 I what say about, whoopsie. What about, Dan? Let's blow this popsicle stand. Yeah, that's an old one, too. I like that. Yeah. I still use that. It's cool, right? Haley, you probably use that one, too, because you're cool. Yeah, I used it when I was in Truxicle. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. We just so use sense. that in our everyday life. Yeah, it's just my regular speak. <laughs> this text here says, guys, a really old saying is yeah. wobbly pop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crack a couple wobblies. That's fine, right? You know what? I had never heard that saying until I started working with an old boss of ours. He calls them wobbly pops? Yeah, I had never heard that before. But that's what they are. Wobbly pops. Yeah, you're going to you, get you the... You crack a couple pops and it makes you wobbly. They're beers. Beers. <laughs> yeah, they're just drinking beers. Well, I, they are, but if you're boring... It does seem uncouth to point out exactly what it's going to do to you. Yeah. Like, let's go, let's, have, let's pop some old uh, shaky leg cans here. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I pull up a chair at a bar, I'm like, oh, couple wobbly pops for these cool cats. They have no idea what they're saying. Then you'd be like, hey, kids. Yeah. To the bartender. Couple wobbly pops for these cool cats. What do you need, a nickel? Oh, someone's calling me out. Over what? It says, if you say, oi, 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 you're old. Sorry, Mars. I do say, oi, oi, oi. Oh, yeah, big time. Because sometimes we have stories in the news, and I'm like, oi, oi, oi. But is it like a, like you modernized it by, oi, oi, oi. No, like that woman who ran through the no frills and licked mm. everything. Ugh. If I was there, I would have been like, oi, oi, oi. Yeah. But it's, it's also, it's not a catch-all, though, because you've used it inappropriately, too. Like, they'll be like, you can't after a plane crash, be like, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> no. 30 dead. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> that's true. Or maybe you got to tone it up. Be like, oh, yo, yo, yo. That's too happy. Um, one more on this. Jen's hanging on. Hey, Jen. Hey, how are you? Fantastic. Hi. Um, you're uh, you're starting to dabble in old person things, right? Oh, I've been dabbling in old people for a long time. Oh, oh no. Well, what's up? Um, the This is a nice box really spoke to me. I keep all the nice boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, are you talking I like also, a, a nicely designed box, or like are you keeping generic Amazon boxes that's just a good size? Depends what time of year it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around Christmas time, I keep all the good boxes. I agree. I agree. If an Amazon box comes and I'm like, oh, this is a good size, like this could fit some stuff in it, I will say out loud, that's a good size box. Keep it. Yeah. Yeah. But I've also, for many, many years, kept all the gift bags and refolded all the tissue paper and made sure to keep the nice wrapping paper. Oh, you no. You keep wrapping paper. I have kept the, the really nice wrapping paper. Yeah. The gift bag I get, I've done gift bags, I've done wine bags, I've never kept tissue paper. Yeah, Mars has and so I, many fun bags around yeah, the house. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. Everyone I know makes fun of me. They say, pass Jen the tissue paper, she'll fold it up for you so you can use it next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, Mars is not hanging on to the no, tissue paper. No, not yet, but, but it might be a good idea. Yeah, that's you're probably like, coming this year. You're putting it in my head, I like it. Here's the icing on the cake. I kept a really nice box yep. to put all my gift bags and tissue paper and everything into. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's even better. Oh. Because now the nice box hosts. Oh, I thought you were going to say someone threw it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on a shelf in my closet, but it was a 
Oh, that's a really good box. I should keep it for my gift bag. Oh, man. It. Oh, this sounds like it's the beginning of like a yeah. hoarder's episode. I like it. <laughs> Everything is organized. It's all got to be in a nice box. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Fit in the box and I go through and get rid of the ones that aren't so nice. Oh, yeah. Beauty. All right. Okay. Thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. Want more Crash and Mars? Crash and Mars? Catch them live on 1023 Now Radio and 1023NowRadio.com.